This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Barry Davis is the host of Out of the Park podcast, and uh, he's going to set the table for us. Barry, how are you doing this afternoon? John, great to be on with you. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. So, you know, this is the thing, Barry. I mean, uh, the Jays are suddenly entertaining again in a fashion, whereas earlier in the year, I guess, you know, a lot of folks were ho-hum, thought it's a rebuild and it's going to take some time and they're going to offload, uh, as they did, some of their marquee pitchers and uh, players from the old days. Why are they suddenly entertaining again? Well, because these kids are hungry and they're talented. And I think that it took a while for fans to really get on board with what the plan is. And part of that is because the front office is not very candid about what the plan is. And they just saw all their favorite players getting dealt away one after the other. And, you know, right now, Justin Smoke is the only one left from those 2015 and 2016 teams, as hard as that is to believe. And it was really hard to see who's going to take their place. And Vladimir Guerrero was, you know, the first big name to get called up and he didn't come out of the gate flying. So it was kind of like, well, what's going to happen? What is with these kids? But over the last few weeks, and we've seen Bo Bichette just be on this unbelievable tear and he seems to be very likable. The fans enjoy him. And all of a sudden, I think fans are seeing the hope that there could be something good around the corner with this team. You know, as a matter of fact, speculate if, in fact, Vlad Guerrero had come out of the gate charging as he is now and uh, Bo Bichette had come out at the same time, right off the hop near the start of the season, uh, rather than, you know, sort of a third of the way in. Uh, what do you say the prospects would be for serious consideration for Rookie of the Year? Well, I still think Bo Bichette, if he keeps this up, I think he probably has a little bit more of an edge over Vladimir Guerrero just because of the overall numbers that he's put up. It's hard because there hasn't been a lot of time for him. And, uh, you know, you're going to see a, a player with Houston this week that is also, a, you know, a pretty big candidate as well. So there, there are other candidates up there for Rookie of the Year. But, yeah, I think if, if Vlad and Bo were here from the start of the season, they would be right at the top of the list. Could you actually be considered uh, as a legitimate consideration for Rookie of the Year if you miss like 60 games? If your numbers are that good, you can. I mean, it, it's really up to the voters, right? It's such, a, it's such a subjective type of thing. It's There's no real steadfast rule that says you must play this many games. It's what have you done? And at the end of the season, they look at you know your numbers and they look at obviously the number of games you've played. But if your numbers are off the charts insane then you have to get some consideration for it. Well, and that's Bichette, certainly, and you could say same for Vlad Guerrero. And speaking of numbers, so uh, what are the Jays? Ballpark, uh, they're going to win, what, 65 games? Somewhere between 65 and 70 at best? <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, and this is one of those years where if you are a true Blue Jays fan, you you have to look past that because it is, it's very disconcerting when you see you know, how many wins that they are capable of getting this year and how far down the standings they are going to be. And this is this is rock bottom. And the nice thing about rock bottom, though, is that you can see the sky. You can see that there is something good that is going to happen. And until all these moves were made, that was hard for a lot of fans to see. They just saw this team that was you know, older and slower and not winning games. And I think there's still a lot of concern with fans when it comes to the pitching. But you look at some of the young arms they have on the team now and some of them that are right behind them in AAA in the minors. Man, oh, man. I mean, I even had to uh, kind of do a second take on what my thoughts were on what 
kind of job the front office is doing because now that I see kind of the fruits of their labor, I see that they had they have something here. They know what they're doing. They have a plan, and it's starting to slowly come come to fruition. Well, that's the big question mark, you know, whether or not they'd have like five legitimate starters there and uh, having jettisoned uh, Strowman. Sanchez as well, is he going to be, I guess he's injured, isn't he? Yeah, it's kind of ironic that, you know, this would be the, the return of Aaron Sanchez and Joe Biagini and uh, Sanchez is injured and Biagini got sent down to the minors. So uh, the guy they got for him, uh, you know, he's going to be in the lineup probably tonight. Uh, he hasn't been fantastic. Derek Fisher is his name. But, I mean, at least they're getting something out of him, whereas the Astros are getting nothing right now out of Sanchez and Biagini. Yeah, and management's high on this Fisher kid. By the way, uh, when we talk about the return of the prodigal son, nice to see Josh Donaldson. They gave him a real nice round of applause, you know, the standing O and everything like that, because uh, he's had his career rekindled now with Atlanta. I mean, they just left town having taken the split here earlier in a week, but uh, it was kind of heartwarming to see because he was real integral to those uh, runs during the playoffs in 15 and 16. John, you've been around sports to know when an opposing player that used to be on your team comes back, they don't usually get a reception like this. There are very few players that are loved as much as Josh Donaldson was loved. And, you know, he didn't want to leave the team. He loved being a Blue Jay and had things been different, maybe they could have worked something out. But it's just the way it is right now. And I was actually speaking with former Jays manager John Gibbons the other day. And, you know, he pretty much admitted, you know, if he was still around, it would be really hard to decide, okay, how do I have a Donaldson and a Vladimir Guerrero in the same lineup? So, you know, you have to move on, but it's tough to see a guy like that leave. But um, if if you uh, were down at the ballpark this week, you saw how nice it was to, to see the reception he had, the video tribute, and him acknowledging just how, how much this city and how much the team meant to him while he was here. Yeah, I was just heartened to see him throwing from third all the way to first because, I mean, yeah. the memory that was seared into my brain was, you know, when the wheels had come off, I couldn't account for it. Could you? When he was basically having to skip it into first base, he couldn't complete a throw across a diamond. And that was opening day. I mean, the first ball hit to him on opening day, he couldn't make the throw. And that's when all the red flags went up. Uh Uh-oh, what's wrong with Josh Donaldson? And that was the beginning of the end, really, for him as a Toronto Blue Jay because they knew that he was a free agent coming up. They didn't know whether or not they were going to be able to afford to keep him or if he wanted to stay. And do we trade him now while his level market is down? And they waited, in some ways, they waited too long to trade him. But if they had kept him, then they would have seen this remarkable recovery this year. But having said that, I know that he didn't have the greatest relationship with, with the overall training staff, and he, he went rogue for a while while he was injured. So maybe being back in Atlanta, and I say back in Atlanta because the head trainer of the Braves is the former head trainer of the Toronto Blue Jays, George Poulos, and the assistant trainer is the old assistant trainer from the Blue Jays, and you've got Alex Anthopoulos running things there. So in many ways, he has more of the Blue Jays brass around him in Atlanta than he would if he had stayed here. Yeah, you know, it's interesting when uh, Atlanta were in town. I mean, this was the narrative that Alex Anthopoulos, who was the architect of those glory years in 15 and 16, although he did mortgage some of the future to get there, uh, nonetheless, it was a heady time and it filled the stadium and everything like that. Having the success he's having down in Atlanta and, uh, you know, bringing back some of the old guard because it really unravels fast. Baseball's landscape changes pretty dramatically, uh, you know, as you were noticing. Uh, Josh Donaldson, he kind of fallen. I mean, 
Jose Batista when, you know, he was looking at the prospect of a five-year, $150 million deal within like a year. Uh, he's down to negligible status. He's really just on the bubble, isn't he? He's not even in the majors right now. Yeah. He, you know, he hasn't played since uh, last season. He's been trying to get a gig, and, and nobody's interested in him. And then you look, you know, Troy Tulowitzki has since retired. Yeah, they're still paying him, though. The Jays are still on the hook for some of that money, aren't they? Oh, they, they had to pay him off. When they when he left and uh, became a free agent, they had to pay him off what was owed to him. And then he became a free agent and signed with the New York Yankees for the minimum contract. So, I mean, Troy was still making all his money. Yeah. But, uh, so, you know, and then you got Russell Martin, who seems to be pitching more than he's catching these days with the L.A. Dodgers. <laughs> so, you know, these these were all guys that the fans love, but... At some point, as you get older, your career starts to go down the other side of the hill, and your skills diminish, and it's time to move on. It's just that there were so many of them that all moved on right around the same time. It's really hard to swallow if you're a sports fan because it's all about you know that familiarity that you have and, and the, the love that you have for these players. And if one or two go, that's one thing, but when it's a, pretty much the entire roster, then it's very difficult. Yeah, it's a fan weakness. You get over-sentimental, and uh, you maybe hang on to players who are staying at the dance too long. Listen, Barry, it's good to talk on the precipice of this big Houston Astro series. Like we've seen, these young, exciting Jays have toppled other big, well, you know, they've given the Yankees a good run recently. Atlanta, they split with them, you know, all these front runners. Uh, so maybe there could be some excitement at the Dome this weekend with the Astros in town. Uh, what do you foresee? Well, I'm curious to see uh, the reaction that Roberto Osuna gets because he came back last year mm. pretty much in the midst of the uh, the court date that was going on. And now that that's all been settled, it's been very quiet. I haven't heard anything from, from Blue Jays fans on what they think about Roberto Osuna. I mean, he's putting up great numbers this year, and he's kept himself uh, out of any possible trouble. But I still think there's going to be a number of fans that uh, still, you know, regardless of how the, the court was settled, they're still going to think he's guilty. And, you know, that's not up for me to decide. But uh, I think a lot of fans are still going to be booing him pretty harshly. But I think if you're going down to watch this Astros team, look at them and keep in mind that they were in a very similar situation that the Blue Jays are in not that long ago. And they've rebuilt and they are now, you know, very, very good chance that you were going to see them right back in the World Series again this year. Yeah, they're uh, a powerhouse, and uh, they don't have huge salaries in some instances with some of their better players. Barry, it's great to talk. I always appreciate your weighing in. Uh, Barry Davis is the host of Out of the Park Podcast. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 